This morning, I'm sharing a message I've entitled, Nothing Shall Be Impossible. Hallelujah. Nothing shall be impossible. Tell the one by you, nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. Our faith in God is greatly tested in moments of chaos, adversity, famine, and even in the midst of the storms. That is where our faith is greatly tested. Now, but unfortunately, in the midst of the storms, a lot of Christians, we take our eyes off the one who can calm the storm and focus on the storm. As long as Peter's eyes were gazed and fixed on Jesus, he never drowned. But the moment he began to focus on the storms, then the Bible said, Peter, who initially believed Jesus and Jesus commanded him to come, began to drown. I said it here on Sunday, we are living in times where whenever you are talking to people, they tell you, let's be real. But the Bible says that for we walk by what? Faith and not by sight. Every kingdom has laws. Every kingdom has things that have been set in place to govern the kingdom. And in this service, one of the laws that we will address is the law of faith. Because God's possibilities and his power cannot be manifested in our lives outside faith. So, in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, the Bible says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now, Faith, no, I just want verse 1, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, the Bible or God is telling us this morning that when we say faith, it is what? The substance of things that you are hoping for. And the thing that you have not seen, God said, there must be a manifestation of the evidence of it. This is where most of the time the problem lies. Because most of us want to see before we believe. But God said, you must believe it before you see it. Now, 
for us to truly understand this scripture, we need to understand that faith is a spiritual currency that is needed before we can assess the good things of God. Because I've come to realize that you can be around Jesus and still be a spectator. So the Bible said the other day, Peter said, why are you saying that someone touched you? Then Jesus said, because a virtue left me. I believe that the people around Jesus, most of them had issues. But some of them came around because they have heard that the man who raised the dead is passing by. We just want to see him. We just want to be around him. But a woman rose from her house and said, I've sold everything in my life. I've visited the doctors. But the more I pay and visit the doctors and sell everything in my life, the more the situation becomes worse. So the Bible said, she said to herself, if by virtue of chance, I get the opportunity to touch the hem of his garment. I believe that this thing that has tormented me for 12 years, it will end. Now, and the Bible says that. So, you see, this woman didn't get healed before she believed. She had faith before she approached Jesus. Now, Pastor Paul, please, can you, can you just stand here for me? Now, the Bible says that faith, it talks about the substance of things we hope for. Now, hope is just a desire that something will be fulfilled. But we need to come to an understanding that Having a desire alone, desire is like a wish, is not enough. For the Bible said that the word didn't profit them because they didn't mix it with faith. So, as I stand here, my desire is that I want to take short bread. Now, the shortbread is in someone's hands. How do I access it? I need money to access it. And as I'm standing here, I have the money, but I, don't, I can't see the shortbread. So how do I access it? So I have the desire, the hope that after service I want to take short bread. But how do I get it? You will get it by exchanging something for it. So, Pastor Paul is here and I am yearning for short bread. For me to get the short bread, 
something needs to what needs to be done is that I have to give Pastor Paul money so that he can go to whoever sells the shortbread and that is the only means I can have access to it. It tells me that having the desire for it alone is not enough. A transaction must take place. And that transaction now, once we get this, we are good to go. If I give Pastor Paul this, and I say, Pastor Paul, use these things to buy this thing for me. I have the desire. But Pastor Paul doesn't have what I want. But a transaction must take place. But he knows where I can get what I want. So, in the realm of the spirit, there are transactions. God is the custodian of the things that we are looking for. And there must be a means by which we can assess it. How do we assess it? By faith. So, physically, this is just money. But for me to, what, for me to get what I want... This money must go for an exchange so that I can get what I want. If you want anything from God, having a wish and a desire alone is not enough. Your faith must be the currency that is needed when it comes to we accessing God before we can have the goods and the needs that we want him to meet. That is why you hear testimonies and people keep on saying, I believe and I told myself when I do this. That is an exercise of faith. And somebody is also saying that. Oh, I know one day it will happen. That is hope. Hope don't get the job done. What gets the job done is that hope causes you to live. For the Bible says that my heart would have failed if not I believe that I will see, I will see. The goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That is hope. Having that absolute trust in God that he will meet that need is the faith. A lot of Christians have hopes. I want to eat short bread. But how do I assess it? God will do it. But do you trust him? That he can do it. So because Pastor Paul has this thing in his hand. He can now access whatever is needed. And the Bible says that without faith. It is impossible to please God. For they that come to him. Must believe that he is. And he is the rewarder of those who 
diligently seek him. So faith is the real deal. Faith is what gets the job done. Hallelujah. First of all, so you cannot go and buy the short bread. So please be seated. Hallelujah. So, we need to understand that God has good things for us. But there is something that needs to be done. And this morning, we will touch on some few things then we leave this place. Hallelujah. So the first thing that is needed for God to do the impossible in your life is faith. That is the first thing. Faith. Matthew chapter 17 verse 1. Quickly. We have a lot of things to compress within a short time. Matthew 17 1. Now after six days Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a mountain, a mountain on what? A high mountain by themselves. So this is where the transfiguration took place. And then Peter didn't want to come down. We will not go down again. Now, verse 14. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, let's go. Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your heart. Because of your heart. For assuredly, I say to you, If you have faith as a master seed, You will say to this mountain, You will say to this mountain, You will say, to this mountain. Move from here to there. And it will move. And nothing. Will be impossible for you. Hallelujah. So this man. Brought a child. Who was an epileptic. And the Bible says that. This man told Jesus. Now nine apostles. Couldn't cast out a demon. Nine apostles. They couldn't cast out the demon. So when you read verse 1, Jesus took Peter, James, and John to the mountains. When this man came, they were not around. And the nine apostles 
couldn't cast out a demon. So the man went to Jesus when Jesus came and said, I brought my son to your apostles to deliver him because he is an epileptic. But your apostles couldn't do it. So, and Jesus said, how long do you want me to be with you? A faithless generation. God is looking for a generation who knows their authority and where they stand in him. And Jesus said, you are what? Faithless and perverse generation. Now, and then after Jesus casted out the demon, the devil is an expert. When he's working, he makes sure that he, 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 he hides behind things and make things look normal. This man came and said, my son has an epileptic. But the Bible said Jesus cast out what? The demon. So a demon was behind what was happening. And the Bible said, the disciples came to Jesus and said, we have been with you. We've seen you raised the dead, do a lot of things. Why could we not cast out this demon? And Jesus said, you couldn't cast out this demon because of your own belief. Not because you are not an apostle. Not because you didn't go to church. Not because you don't fast. Not because you don't pray. Because I've even seen people who pray out of fear. Not because they believe that God can do it. But they pray out of fear. So whilst they are praying, if their roofing shift, uh, uh, lift a little. Say, hey, what is happening? Faith is what you need. Everything in God is centered around faith. Everything in God, including salvation. Because how can a murderer come to church? A prostitute, a liar, whatever. And then we say, if you just say that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, you are forgiven. Everything is gone. Does it make sense? No. But faith goes beyond our logic. It goes beyond what we think we know. Goes beyond what we think we've learned. And the Bible says that. Jesus said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, it's a very small seed, you do what? You say, to this mountain. He didn't say you pray. It wasn't a mistake. Mountains must be spoken to. We don't pray to mountains. You speak to mountains. It's like you are casting out a demon. We don't negotiate with demons. Hallelujah. You get to your business. And things are not working. You speak to your business. But you can only do that when you have an understanding of what faith is. A lot of us are praying to things you are supposed to speak to. Jesus didn't say we should 
speak to pray to mountain. He said, you say to the mountain, move from here. And you see, and he said, you must even direct the mountain where the mountain must go. Move from here to there. Move from here to there. That, that defines our authority in God. But do you know your authority in God? Move from here to there. And he says that. And nothing shall, will be what? Impossible for you. Nothing will be impossible for you. A man of faith has no limitation. Where people do not excel, he will excel. Where people don't do well, he will do well. Where they say there is no access, he will go through. Why? He doesn't operate by the laws that governs. This thing we call economy or the world. The person operates in a different realm. Faith is a different realm. So you can't walk by sight if you are a believer. You must walk by faith. And they are saying that, as for here, they don't, they don't employ ladies, only men. Faith break protocols. Hallelujah. Faith does what? It breaks protocols. So, we need to understand that God wants us to walk in faith. And he says that when we walk in faith, nothing shall be impossible. Nothing. Nothing. I don't know what you think it can never be done. As long as you operate in faith, what is faith? It means that no matter the storms, no matter what is happening, you say to yourself, I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that this will be possible. I know that they say this and this, but I don't have it. One day I went to the hospital. My wife was having some, some funny stuff in her stomach. So we went to the hospital and after the laughs and everything, we went to see the doctor and asked the doctor, what is wrong with her? And you know, they will bend their hair, start writing things. I said, what is wrong with her? And he said, she has peptic ulcer. Ah, It's just an English word. So we went to the pharmacy, took a lot of drugs. As soon as we stepped out of the hospital, at the entrance said, you don't have it. Therefore, you don't take this drug. They are saying that two weeks time, come back to see the doctor. You will not come back. Do you know what? What you accept is what works in your life. What you accept. And I don't know whether that peptic ulcer, whatever, disappeared or whatever. The next hospital visit was that she was pregnant. Hallelujah. What you accept is what will begin to work in your life. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, 
If we have faith, nothing shall be what? Impossible. What do you you think you have in your life? It's a storm. And some of us, your focus is on the storm. I don't think God can do this. This is what everybody is saying. The economy is hard. What does Genesis 26 say? When Isaac wanted to flee to Egypt, God said, no, I want to prove something. Go to the land of the Philistines. In the midst of farming, the man planted and reaped hundred folks. To the point that the men of the Philistines, they began to envy him and they decided to block his wells. Your faith in God. It gets the job done. Wishes don't get the job done. Faith is what gets the job done. Hallelujah. Faith. Mark 9.20 Then they brought him to him. It talks about the same story we read in Matthew. And when he saw he immediately the spirit convulsed him and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. Let's go. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said from childhood, today I pray for you that whatever has been with you and they have declared that it is chronic, may God deliver you. May God come true. Hallelujah. He said, for how long has this guy, this boy, and the Bible says, as soon as the spirit saw Jesus, the boy convulsed and started foaming from his mouth. And Jesus said, for how long has this boy been enduring this? And the father said, from the day that he was born, He had it. Let's go. And often he has thrown him. The demon throws him into fire, into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us. Have compassion on us and help us. That is a wish. Hallelujah. If you can do anything. So sometimes we, we, we have heard That God can do everything and anything. You've heard testimonies. But do you believe that he can do it in your life? When Jesus, when uh, um, Lazarus was buried. And Jesus came to the scene. And told Martha that I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me, though that person might be dead, but he will come back to life. Now, Jesus gets to the tomb and asks, where did you lay him? And Martha said, by now he's thinking. And Jesus said, what did I tell you? Didn't I tell you that when you believe, if only you can believe, everything is possible to them that believe. Now, when Jesus was talking about the fact that those who were dead, if they believe in him, they will come back to life. Martha was 
thinking of the second coming of Christ. But not an instant resurrection. So he said that we know that when God comes again or the, 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 the Savior comes again, my brother will rise up. He, she was thinking of the second coming of Christ. But Jesus was talking about an instant thing. Most of us believe in the future. But you don't believe in the now. But when you are moving with God, faith has to do with the now. So the Bible said, in Mark, the scripture that we are reading, what did he say? He said, if you can, no, let's go back to 22. He said, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. This is the man who told Jesus that his disciple couldn't heal his boy. He said, now you, if you can do anything, please help us. The next verse. Jesus said to him, if you can what? Believe. All things are possible to him who does what? Believes. Verse 24. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and, and, and cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When they were casting out the demon from the boy, he said, but Jesus is not here. How can these people cast the demon? The man himself didn't have faith. The disciples didn't have faith. So how can the demon go? He comes back to Jesus and said, you can do all things. Have compassion on us and help us. Having compassion is not enough. That is why Jesus can tell them, call blind Bartimaeus. Stand before him and said, Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus saw he was blind. But he said, Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do for you? I said, Lord, I want to see. And he said, according to your faith. Read about the miracles of Jesus. Even the woman with the issue of blood. He said, thy faith has made you whole. Things are not automatic. That absolute trust in God. That no matter the situation, no matter what is happening, God can come true. God can bring me out. God can deliver. Sometimes we go to God. Don't pray because everybody is praying. Pray because you believe the person to whom you are praying to. That is why in Hebrews 11, 11, the Bible says that though Sarah has passed the age of childbearing, but she counted him faithful who has promised. What has God promised you? And do you believe it? Because having a desire alone is not enough. The other thing, the second thing, that when we do, nothing should be impossible. Is that we need to understand that faith has a voice. Hallelujah. Faith has a voice. Faith speaks. Mark chapter 11 verse 21. Mark 11 21. And Peter, remembering, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree 
which you curse has withered away. Everything has ear. Every situation has ear. Every situation. Every situation. Every situation. Jesus cursed the tree that because you didn't bear fruit, no one shall eat fruit of you. And the next day they are passing by, and the Bible says that God, Jesus placed a curse on the tree. And by the declaration of the Christ, the next day they were passing by, and the tree has responded to the command. And Peter said, Jesus, look, the fig tree which you curse has what? Withered away. As believers, we must learn how to speak to things. Every situation, you see, that is faith. Every situation has ears. It can hear when you speak. That is why you can hear people testify. I spoke to my HIV and the HIV disappeared. A man of God spoke and I believed. And it happened. Every situation, your business, it has an ear. When you begin to speak business, I command you, draw customers to yourself. Those standing by will say that you are mad. But faith doesn't make sense. Faith Everything that we see, it has ears. When you begin to speak to it, you will see a manifestation of it. There are men of God that there were no cars on their car park. They went to lay hands on the car park. He said, car park, I command you, draw cars to yourself. And it began happening. Everything has an ear. And they are waiting for a voice. To command them. He said, the fig tree that you cursed has waited. Let's go, please. So Jesus answered and said to him, have faith in God. He said, the reason why the fig tree has waited is because when I spoke, I spoke in faith. Have faith in God. Let's go. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever what says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. So, hold on. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, that is what? Confession. Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. That is what? Belief or faith. That is what. So we have confession. We have doubt in this scripture. He said, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says. So what are you saying? And believe that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Jesus, the victory has waited. Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. This thing I've prayed about, can God do it? It seems too big. Can God do this thing? 
But you see, the moment you begin to have doubt in your heart, it disqualifies you from receiving from God. And doubt, he does not have doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says, what you are saying, those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Hallelujah. You can have whatever you are saying if only you believe. Nothing shall be impossible to them that believe. Verse 24. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray. So faith has a voice. Whatever things, what therefore I say to you, whatever things, ask anything you want. He didn't say whatever thing. Whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Do you even believe in your prayers? Because we come out of prayer and every word, you see the Bible in verse 23, it spoke about our confession. You come out of prayer and every word from our mouth is negative. Every word from our mouth is opposite to what we are expecting from God. Hallelujah. He said, you have whatever you say. So what are you saying? If you continue cursing your children, they can never be exalted. If you place limitation on yourself, if God does not intervene, you can never rise above that limitation. In, in our family, we are poor. I know that marriages do not work in our family. And looking at what is happening, I think the same thing is going to happen. In, in our family, at the age of 50, you are supposed to be diagnosed of diabetes. I am 48. Is it that? Then I have to prepare. Let me put my house in order. What are you saying? You have whatever you say. You see, unbelief is also a form of faith. You are believing in something. Unbelief is also a form of faith. Unbelief is also a form of faith. I don't think God can do it. It's another form of faith. And it will come to pass. I don't think this can happen. It's another form of faith. You have whatever you say. So what are you saying? Because the Bible says you have whatever you say. Amen. Are you speaking life? Or you are speaking death? Nobody can tell me that I have faith. But I will not confess. Faith must be spoken. I have faith in my heart. I know that this thing will work. No. Faith speaks. Hallelujah. Faith speaks. 2 Corinthians 4.13, quickly. 2 Corinthians 4.13. And since we have the same spirit of what? The same spirit of what? Uh -huh. According to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore faith speaks. We have the same spirit of faith. According to what is written, I believe and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore we speak. This scripture 
is from the book of Psalms. So he says that. So you see, the one who wrote it, talking about David, believed, therefore he spoke. And he's saying that in our generation, we also believe it, therefore we must what? Speak. But are we speaking faith? As believers, most of our confessions are negative. If I don't take it, this thing will kill me. You see, the woman told the prophet, it's left with a little flour, like a handful of flour. Then we die. Truly the son died. Irrespective of the provision that came to them, the son died. It took the intervention of the prophet. What are you saying? Because whether positive or negative, you see, it's a form of faith. And it, it, will, it will bring forth. He said, you have whatever you say. And he said, they believe and they spoke. Therefore, we believe and therefore we also speak. And he said, we have the same spirit of faith. Faith is a spirit. The more you hear the word of God, you listen to preachings, you read the word, you pray. That is how faith is built. Faith, faith is not built in a vacuum. I don't want to have anything to do with God. But me, I have faith. Faith is based on the word of God. Faith is based on the word of God. Faith is not built on anything else. But based, the Bible says that by hearing of what? The word. Faith is built on the word of God. Some of us, your faith has been built on what uh, CNN, Joy FM, at the radio stations are saying. That is where your faith is. Your faith is in politicians. Your faith is in that assemblyman. Who does he know if he will last for the four years? He said, I will help you. That is where your faith is. Faith must be built on God. The reason why there is a lot of heartache among Christians is because instead of us building our faith on a foundation that cannot be moved. We've built our faith on sinking sands. And when that, that ground is sinking, then we are sinking with it. We are sinking with it. All of us, some of us, all that we are doing is murmuring. Let me tell you something. An increment in your salary cannot take care of you. Eh, eh, everything is going up. Why wouldn't they increase our salary? Match your expenses with your expenditure. And you know that it is God who has been taking care of you. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is God. So why wouldn't you trust that God? Why wouldn't you put your confidence in that God? Hallelujah. God I was with Apostle and the Lord did something great through him for me. And as soon as I was talking to him, then we were having a, and I said, my wife went for an interview um, last month and then she's saying they will send uh, an appointment letter, but it hasn't come. But before that, just that day, that very morning, I told my wife, that I said, I said, this year, we will end this year with laughter. 
Hallelujah. And as I was with Apostle, then I saw my wife's call coming through. And I said, they have sent the letter and everything. I've been employed. Hallelujah. And Apostle was like, Charlie, today you have a lot of testimonies. Oh. Let me tell you something. Faith is the real deal. Faith is what gets the job done. About three weeks ago, the Lord told me something. He said, you, you must not depend on salary. That's what the Lord told me in prayer. And I believed it. I believed it. Hallelujah. And once I believed it, I went to church and they made a covenant with God. Sunday, I told you before coming here, we concluded our convention. I was walking to have a covenant with God on the altar. As soon as I came back to sit on my seat, a lady came to kneel by me. He knelt by me and said, I've been looking for you for Monday. And I said, what is it? He said, this, this is money. I want to give it to you. And I said, you've been looking for me. And I said, there are pastors. He said, I've been looking for you. Then I weighed the envelope. And since the Lord spoke that to me, and I believed it, somebody sent me money from uh, uh, United States. I, I just saw that, and I had to go around contacting our churches. I said, do you know this man? Do you know? Then I go, I go to the person. I say, you send this money. Do you want me to do something for you in Ghana? He said, no. I just felt like blessing you. I've never spoken. I don't know the person. Let me tell you something. Faith is everything in our walk with God. Multiplying the bread is faith. Walking on water is faith. Healing the sick is faith. Everything, including our salvation, is faith. Hallelujah. If we can have faith in God, nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. In your dark days, what do you do? Do you believe in the storm? Or you believe in the one who can calm the storm? Joshua chapter 10 verse 12. Quickly, we are closing. Joshua 10 12. Then Joshua speak to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorite before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand still over Gibeon and moon in the valley of Ajalon. A man. And verse 13. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped. So the people had revenge upon their enemies. Is this not written in the book of Joshua? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and did not hasten to go down for about a whole day. Verse 14. And there has been no day like that before it or after it that the Lord heeded the voice of a man for the Lord fought for Israel. May your voice be heeded. Yeah. Hallelujah. There has never been a day that God listened to the voice of a man. Let the sun still. Let the moon. 
Let no darkness come because we need light for this battle. And the Lord said, it is done. A man stood and said, because, oh king, you are not going by the dictates and the directions of God. He said, because according to my word, for almost three years, there will never be a drop of rain on this land. And the Lord said, it is done there. Faith speaks. You can't say you have faith and you are quiet. Faith speaks. You speak to the mountains. You speak to situations. You speak to things and people will tell you you are crazy. Speak to it. Your marriage can even be spoken to. Marriage can be spoken to. That storm can be calmed. And the Bible says that the Lord heeded to the voice of a man. Our last scripture, 2 Kings 3 verse 14. 2 Kings 3 14. And Elisha said, as the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I will not look at you nor see you. You see, because this is the son of Ahab and Jezebel. And he was going with Jehoshaphat because they were going to fight. Because the king of Moab has rebelled against them. He has refused to pay, uh, l- l- let me say, toll. Or let me, that is the simplest way we can understand. Uh, 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 there is a levy that he was supposed to pay to them. He has ceased paying because now there is no Jezebel and there is no Ahab. Now they are going to fight with them. They get to a place where even their animals could not get water to drink. And then Jehoshaphat said, is there no prophet on the land that we can inquire of? And the Bible says that they went to see the prophet of God, Elisha, and said, if not that Jehoshaphat is with you, I wouldn't have even looked at your face. Let's go, please. But now, bring me a musician. Then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, Thou sayest the Lord, make this valley full of what? Ditches. Start digging. Start digging wells in the dry valley. For thou sayest the Lord, you shall not see what? Wind. Nor shall you see rain. Yet, the valley shall be filled with water. So that you, your cattle and your animals may drink. Verse 18. And this is what? A simple matter in the sight of the Lord. May what you think is not impossible... May it be a simple matter before the Lord. For this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabite into your hand. Now, for ditches, wells to be filled with water, there must be an evidence of rain. So you see, faith, our faith in God, always overrides the principles 
that governs this world. The man of God was telling us on Friday about the fact that miracle is when the laws that governs this earth, they are what? Suspended. When God suspends all laws and he steps in himself. Do you know why he said? Because the normal way for rain for no, the normal way for the ditches to be full is that they must see signs of what? Wind. When it's about to rain. You see wind. It is cloudy. That is a sign. So if you put your bucket at wherever you want the rain to fall in, that is a true sign that today I'm going to get water. But I said this one. You will not see rain. You will not see wind. But tomorrow, the ditches will be full of water. May your emptiness be filled. May your dry places be watered. By the authority in the blood of Jesus. May whatever you thought was not possible. May any advantage the devil had over you. By the word you have heard. Within 30 seconds the Bible says that you have whatever you say. I don't know that situation. But I want you to speak to it. Command that mountain. Whether sickness. Whatever has been tormenting you. Whatever men have told you it is not possible. He said all things are possible to them that believe. And this morning wherever you are. He said we have this same spirit of faith. We believe therefore we speak. Speak to that situation. Speak it. Open your mouth and speak it. Speak it. In the name of Jesus. 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 Let that mountain be moved. That mountain in your finance, may it be moved. That mountain of sickness, that mountain of the spirit of heaviness, we command it to move by the authority in the blood of Jesus. Carlos Shereve, Ratosh, Kudumolis Viti. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning for this word that has come. Let faith be built. Let mountains be moved by our confession grant us victory. Let our ditches be full of water. Let every dry ground be watered. Let any hidden sickness be healed. We thank you Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.
Hallelujah. If you are here and maybe you've not accepted the Lord as your Savior, you need Him. You need Him. Else, whatever that we heard, it doesn't really benefit us. We need Him in our lives. The Bible says that it is appointed unto man to die once, and after death, there is judgment. If you are here, you've not accepted the Lord as your Savior, wherever you are, please just lift up your hands, wherever you are. If you have anyone like that, I say that even twins, they will not go together. Hallelujah. There is someone. Oh, please come forward. Please come. Forward. Let's clap for him. Let's clap for him. Let's clap for him. Wow. Wow. Please stand there and face me. I'm going to lead you to accept the Lord. All of you. This is what is very important to God. And please lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Say, Lord, from today, I commit myself to you. Take charge of my life. Come and live in my heart. I turn my back to the world. Any spirit, any force that pulls me back to the world. Lord, from today, let there be a disconnection. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's clap for them. Let's clap for them.